What is up, everybody? This is Gareth the Trashman, and you are listening to Trash Talk. As always, we've got the co-host, John the Batman Ballard. How you doing, John? Pretty good. What's up, everybody? Dude, so uh, we were gone last week, and that's because my wife had our baby, Little Miss Quinn. What, what? Yeah, buddy. So uh, we'll be talking about that a little bit today. Um, but before we dive into this podcast, um, we got to thank our sponsor, Larson Waste, world's best trash company. Hands oh, yeah. down. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Let's get into the nuts and bolts of it. If you've got medical waste, hazardous waste, residential waste, commercial waste, construction waste, any type of waste, give them a call and they will hook you up. Best service. Hands down. If you're in the White Mountains, we provide all our service. If you're in Rim Country, um, it is just the residential and the medical services. And if you're anywhere in Arizona, you can have our medical waste. So uh, it's pretty straightforward. World's best, world's best organization, actually. You know, I, what am I talking about? Trash company. It's just exactly. the best organization Gosh. known. So, uh, yeah, hit them up. Uh, Larson Waste across all the platforms. Or Garrett the Trash Man. You'll see what's going on with Larson Waste at all times. There's big things coming. Um, we're always changing, improving, doing what we can. So, uh, yeah. Hit them up. Um, winter's coming, so uh, definitely follow us if you're in any of our service areas because we have to make announcements a lot of times during the winter. Um, if there's days we can't run because too much snow, we'll tell you what days we will get out there. We're big on that communication, if mm-hmm. you don't know. So uh, follow us, like I said, across any platforms. And, uh, yeah, speaking of that, John, before we get into the rants, let's let's just take a take a right turn. Are you on TikTok yet? I am not. I've heard of it. Probably the worst platform ever, in my opinion. <laughs> I started playing around with it back when it was Musical.ly, and I was like, this is garbage. I hope this does not go big <laughs> and force my hand into actually participating on this platform. It's going big. Oh, boy. And I don't think it's going to stop, because Instagram won't get their crap together, and be a better platform so freaking musically here we come so even if you want to follow us on musically i don't think i've got larson waste up there on on it yet but gareth the trash man on musically just enjoy your hey, time not d- don't look there. so excited about this garrett <laughs> Garrett's like yes i'm doing it <laughs> it's just so stupid it's the stupidest platform but all the 14 year olds are on it which means soon all the 25 year olds will be on it which means soon all the 45 year olds exactly. will be on it. <laughs> and uh, that's how these freaking platforms work. So a uh, little, little tidbit. Yeah, if you want to see what I'm doing on TikTok. Go ahead, follow Gareth. I'm not going to lie. It's just mostly recycled content. <laughs> I, I don't have a TikTok strategy yet. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated how a trash company does TikTok. Um, <laughs> When I spend time with it. TBD. Yeah. Maybe 2020, I'll let you guys know. But uh, as of right now, yeah, we're just there because we have to be. All right. Johnny, you ready to rant? Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. It's funny that you said um, something about communication because that's something that was on my mind over the weekend. We had, I mean, it wasn't nothing a big deal, but we had a little misunderstanding and uh, and something didn't get done that we both thought was going to get done rather easily. Uh, between some, uh, me and my office manager, and you know it wasn't a big deal, and it, and, and it all turned out okay, and and everything, but it just kind of was a reminder of like, hey, obviously, like I on my end didn't communicate that clearly enough to make sure that 
he understood what his part in that that role his role in that was and so I think that's my rant today is just you know make sure that you're communicating specifically to people like and very clearly like hey you know this is what's expected this is what you need to do don't leave things up and don't, don't ever assume that they know what they need to do make sure that they know what they need to do so that they can do their job well and feel like they're doing a job well done instead of trying to do a job well done and then still failing because of your poor communication. Mm-hmm. So I've got, I've got two thoughts. Are, are you open to hear that, oh, yeah. that, that I felt have uh, improved um, that not happening in my life? Now, you have to actually execute on these, which isn't always easy. But the two things that I've done is, one, have the person that I'm communicating with repeat back what I need to have done. Mm. Um, Lots of times, it's it's crazy how often I find, like, it, I'm, I'm able to fix the problem right there. Like, I feel I feel like I communicated really clear what I need. And I'm like, all right, so you can you share with me what, what's got to get done? And, oh, yada, yada, yada. And lots of times that's when it'll pop up and it's like, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. We're, we're apparently not clear on that. It's got to be done this way or at this time, mm-hmm. yada, yada. And then the second thing is having the person communicate to me in whichever way is most appropriate for whatever situation that the certain task has been done mm-hmm. and and there'll be a timeline of when that communication will happen and i've found that has improved my communication and there's been a lot less messes where i'm like hey i thought i told you exactly what i needed and like are you stupid or you what like most people aren't stupid most people will execute exactly what you need done when it's clear yeah and those two things um really i've seen a huge impact and, and, yeah, like I said, that's uh, having them repeat back what, what the thing is to be done, what success looks like in it. And uh, two is uh, having them communicate to me once the thing is done. Yeah. And like I, I said, at times that's just like, hey, shoot me an email once that's done. And, you know, here's the time frame. Or shoot me a text or give me a call or come see me, whatever is appropriate. And, uh, yeah, it's had a big impact in productivity. I really like that, having them repeat back to you just to make sure that you, you know, got it to them clearly mm-hmm. and concisely because, yeah, sometimes I think I make sense and then, yeah, I don't make so much sense. Yeah. Well, so, and, and a lot of times I've seen it too, like, wake people up. Like, they've got this thought of, uh, hey, I'm doing this thing. Um, like, like they've, they've got other things on their head, on their mind, and so they're not really listening. Yeah. And when you're like, so, hey, like, what, what are we going to do here? And they're like, oh, well, I wasn't actually listening. It's like, oh, that's good to know now instead of when the, <laughs> yeah. when the thing needed to be done. So. Well, and the other thing is, is everything is, makes more sense and you understand everything when you either say it out loud or write it down. Mm-hmm. And so it just helps people solidify it in their mind. Yeah. Awesome. All right, dude. Well, is that it for your rant? Yep, let's hear yours. All right, dude. So uh, this time of year, always is consumed with the planning for 2020 and we had discussed in a prior podcast well not always 2020 but the upcoming Mm -hmm. year um and we had discussed in a prior podcast whether we are planners or not and like i said then i'm not i'm not by nature a planner like i don't want to sit down and have everything do 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 like i feel like so often so much changes Mm -hmm. and so i really like to be able to move um according to what changes now, that being said, I think there's so much importance. There's, there's so many business owners I talk to that go about just like, oh, hopefully it happens like it did. Like, and lots of times they're taking 
action that, that are good actions, but it's not like planned at all. So I know this is contradiction, which that's, that's what business is. It's, it's a balance of everything. Yeah. It's don't do this and do this and do that. And don't do that. Like yeah. it's just a balance of everything. But so many business owners I think would, um, benefit greatly if they would make plans um, and and do the hard work of that, which it is yeah. hard and tough work, at least it is for me, to like sit down and be like, okay, how am I going to execute on marketing this next year? And like plan mm-hmm. that out. Knowing that I'm going to be changing, there's going to be adaptations. Mm-hmm. And how am I going to do with sales? What am I going to do with this? And put in the work to do that, and it's it seriously is work. It's like seriously a couple months of work. Because once you get to one place, you're like, well, I don't know that until I go get that information. Go get that information. Yeah. Um, a lot of times that's what working on your business instead of in your business looks like. So do that work. Um, don't be lazy. Get prepared for 2020. I like to do it in a way where I look at December as the last, as uh, um, the end of the year. I don't want to have much to do in December except for put out fires. That's all I want to do in December. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that allows me to take more time off. Um, most of the world takes time off. I think it's a good good thing mm-hmm. um, to do that. And so that's just my strategy around it, do whatever. But I look at October and November as the planning hardcore months for the upcoming year. I take December essentially off. You know, I don't take off from work, but the big picture stuff is already tied up. And, mm-hmm. and it's works, and it's just about – Having the meetings and that the meetings and different things like that with the team to share your vision of that year. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, like I'm just around to put out fires and you know chill. So that's my tactic. Um, but yeah, just wanted to share that real quick. So I like it. It's good stuff. Bada bing. Bada boom. All right. So <laughs> let's dive into this podcast. Um, and like lots of podcasts, I'm just going to start with a question for poor John. We'll both answer the question, and the question is, being that I just had my second kid, and John, you have two kids, mm-hmm. how has being a dad changed your business life, or life in general, changed how you how you are in business? Um, it's kind of funny you ask that, because within a month of starting my first business, I had my first kid. Uh-huh. It's like the same month. It was like boom, 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 and uh, and that was the reason why. Like that was probably one of the biggest reasons. Like I'd always known I was gonna start, like do my own thing, and and I always knew that that was gonna happen. But like that was my, the big driving factor. Like, hey, listen, I've got a kid. I'm gonna have a kid here very, very soon. And, like, if I want to create the kind of life I want for me and, and my family, you know, years down the road, we got to get started now. Yeah. You know, there's there's no better time than now to start it. And so I, I, I got it going. And and um, and so it's funny that you, you asked that question um, because that was kind of the first thing to my mind. But, yeah, absolutely, being a dad has been one of the biggest driving factors into me going into business for myself, you know, and starting – businesses and doing stuff which is super interesting because i feel like that's something that people use as a reason not to get into business so many times not to go to business into business themselves it's like oh i've got the safety or the perceived safety of a of a job 
I can't go out on my own and take that risk. Now that mm-hmm. I've got a family, I missed my opportunity. I should have done it before I had kids or a wife or yada, yada. But for you, it was, was the opposite. Well, and the reason being is, is in my mind's eye, from my perspective, the, the paradigm that I saw it from was that was my security. Mm-hmm. Because if I failed, then that's on me. You yeah. Know? You can always lose a job. Oh, dude, I, I agree with you. You can always completely. lose a job. But if I was the one in charge and we failed, then that's on me. Yeah. And so... Well, and, and the thing is with a business, like, you actually see it coming down the road. Mm-hmm. So many times, people just get a pink slip out of nowhere. They yep. think things are all good and dandy. They're doing a great job. I've had to do that personally to, to employees, which I hate and, and do always try to not, not do that. But there's times where it's just like something has changed. Maybe you lost a big client. Maybe, you know, there's, there's a million things and... Someone loses their job like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, you were totally safe a week ago, but something changed. And I think there is so much more safety in, in having your own business where you're, you're the captain. Like you can see out in the future, oh, things aren't going well. Like something's going to change. I've got to take action. Yep. And you've got months or years to take action. Yep. Not, boom, you let go. Here's two weeks severance. See ya. Yeah. Deuces. Yeah. And uh, – so it's interesting because I totally agree with you. Um, that is so much safer to to be the captain of your own ship. But uh, most uh, most people view it the other way that, oh, I want to go hang my hat. Corporations, and there's things like unions and things that make it a little bit different. But I think, oh, like, overall, yeah, freaking. Absolutely. You're way safer um, managing your own thing. How about um, as far as, like, time you spent working whether it was in your own business or because you started your own business at the same time that you had your kids so you didn't have that experience but even just working for a company um have you felt constraints with your time or how has that been managing time with kids has that did that change anything from just having a wife to having a family how's that been oh um i would probably say well, and I've spoken a little to this already, and it's become very clear to me that I need to change this about myself because it will long-term be extremely unhealthy for me, but I'm really, really bad about like taking time off for mm-hmm. just like me or the family. Gotcha. And like, and so I'll be honest, like, I have missed a lot, a lot of family get-togethers in the last almost four years due to owning my own business. And, you know, I've missed holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I've missed um, birthday parties, family get-togethers, a lot of fun trips that I didn't get to go on. And I'm not saying I should have missed all those. I probably should have taken off and gone and enjoyed and relaxed and rejuvenated. Um, But, yeah, it's the last four years I've missed a lot of things. But the way I see it is my kids, you know, my oldest is three and a half and our, and our youngest is seven. Well, she'll be eight months old this, this week. And in in my eyes, they're not going to remember me being gone this much at this age. Uh And so my philosophy is work my face off right now so that when my girls are in school or preteen or teenagers. Oh, please. Lord help us. Lord help us. Two girls. Oh, geez. I'm come from a family of all boys, so I don't know what I'm going to do. But, um, but 
in my eyes, those are the, the, the times that I'm going to be needed to be there more. Mm-hmm. And I want to create something that's going to allow me to do that yeah. at my own pace. Yeah, whether whether you're there or not right now, it's probably probably not remembering much. Exactly. And so um, now I definitely need to find a balance because I have not had a balance. Mm-hmm. And um, I've kind of been learning some things recently that make me see if I keep this up, then it's going to cause issues down the road. And so I do need to learn how to have more of a balance. But yeah, it, it, it's owning my own business. I've missed a lot of family time. Yeah. Yeah, most guys I think do um, that that own their own businesses. And one thing I'd say like this this week taking take I took a week off. Um, I find something that I do, um, and I would anticipate that a lot of people do do as well. Is so many things can get handled without me as well. Like we built mm-hmm. systems, and like I inject myself into it. Lots of times that I don't need to be. Yeah. And if I, I if I step back, let the leaders that are in place lead, let the systems that are in place work. A lot of times there's a bunch of junk that I get my hands in that I don't I don't have to know. Yeah. The stages of the business absolutely matter. Like I'm running a business that's been going for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously that's probably a little bit different than a business that's you know been going for five years mm-hmm. and is in hyper growth and different things like that. So, uh, but that's something that I would definitely caution people to to watch out for. And I think it's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People that talks about the eighty twenty rule that like eighty mm-hmm. percent of your productivity comes out of the twenty percent of the things that you do. Yeah, I think so. And eighty percent of what you're doing could kind of just go away yeah it doesn't really matter and so watch out for those especially if you're starting a family or have a family in the business because there's a lot of times where you can free yourself up for the from those things by by honestly for me it's a pride thing taking my pride off it and being like you know what i don't have to be involved in this they'll handle it just fine and even if you're not involved it might only be 70 percent of if you were involved yeah but in most cases 70 percent is plenty good like yeah. you need to hit, be a hundred percent on only a few things to freaking dominate. So, uh, yeah, I love that dude. Yeah. Well, one other thing that that was kind of interesting. So last week I had a brother of mine have some major health issues and a major health scare. Uh, I had some major blood clotting. I mean, like massive blood clots. And it was so nice to be able to say, "Hey, family." In this instance, family does come first, mm-hmm. and I could just drop everything. And not have to have a boss to call and haggle with about, you know, oh, I got to run to the valley and see my brother and da 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 da, da and support him in that time. Like, I just made one phone call, said, hey, I'm going to be gone for the day. Take care of everything. Got to handle. Boom. Yeah, that's And that, awesome. that was a huge blessing. I, I could totally see how that was a huge blessing of, of doing that. And, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, dude, my, my experience with kids has been exactly the same as far as, like, motivating. Mm-hmm. Like, once I had my son, that was more motivation um, to be better in business and for myself and, and, like, everything in my life, just be better. Nothing has ever been more motivating than when I had my son. Yep. And my daughter that I just had, that just reinforced that. Like, there's something about having a kid that, for me, just, like, lit something up that's like, okay, it's it's go time. Like, this yep. kid's going to be growing. And what am I going to teach him? What am I going to show? What am I, you know... I, I don't know either way. Like, if I make millions and millions of dollars, I don't know if I'll leave any to kids. I don't know. I may or may not. 
And so it's really not like, oh, I want to build this empire to give them, but I want to be able to show my kids what's possible mm-hmm. and what I believe is possible. And uh, in a lot of cases, I've got grandparents and, and parents that have done um, that a lot for me. And so I want to be able to do that for my kids. And so with that, like, I I don't relate to, I would say it's like common knowledge, like, oh, that with kids it's hard and this, that, and the other. Um, I, I just don't relate to that. And I think if you're intentional, even splitting your time and the um, demands that a business can demand, mm-hmm. um, if you're intentional about the time that you spend with your kids and intentional about the time you spend with your wife, like, that can all be managed. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think... Uh, I think a lot of people, it's it's like a boogeyman in the closet that they, they don't want to address. Whether it's they are running a business and don't want to have kids because they're afraid of what that will cost. Yep. Or they have kids and don't want to start, start a business, business. because they're afraid what that will cost. So that's what I'd say is if, if it's something you really want to do, either or, it absolutely is something that you can do and you can be incredible at both of them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, um, that doesn't mean that I'm always incredible like there's so much learning to go with it but um like i think what you spoke to like says it like yeah your brother need needed you know attention from you yeah um, and you were able to just make it happen yeah and so uh yeah anything else you want to share with that being being a dad and being in business um i think also it'll like i grew up in the working in a family business and so much of what I feel like is of value from what I've learned from my childhood came from that. Yeah. Like just working in the family business. Yeah. And I I mean, invaluable things. Yeah. Well, there's so much you can do when it's a family business that you couldn't do as a 13 year old, especially now for a job. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I was driving forklifts and loaders and garbage trucks and cleaning all sorts of crap that like, yeah. Uh, 12-year-olds can't do for someone else. But yeah, the exactly. family business, sure. Yep, I, had, I was the same. Full-time job since I was 11. Yep, I love it, dude. All right, well, appreciate you guys listening. Give us a five-star review. For those of you that are our listeners and live down in Rim Country, we've got some good news coming up in November about recycling. Do not, I repeat, do not call us yet about it. We will let you guys know. But it's good news coming your way about recycling. Um, you guys will be hyped. Um, appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, share with us. Hit us up, Garrett the Trash Man or Larson Waste across all platforms. John, what you got to plug? Dude, November, big news for Rim Country. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you look at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You like, going to Rim Country? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Peace. <laughs>